Good morning, everyone. My name is Eli. I will be starting us off. So, Pastor Michael and I, or us, have been in 1 Timothy chapter 4, in a series called Enduring Faith. First and Second Timothy were written by Paul to Timothy in letters. Paul met Timothy on his first missionary trip to Lystra. Timothy was originally raised Jewish, but then converted to Christianity, most likely on that trip. His mother was a Jewish Christian, and his father was a Gentile. Timothy accompanied Paul on his second missionary trip to places like Macedonia. Paul was imprisoned, and Timothy was appointed pastor at Ephesus. He was very young there, and he was doubted by most of the church leaders, but Paul gave him instructions in First and Second Timothy. Hello, my name is Bing Zuber. By a show of hands, how many of you are afraid of heights? Most of us, okay. I'm going to share with you a story where I was afraid of heights. So we were going on a trip with our class, or with our FFA uh, chapter, and we went to Wonderworks in Syracuse. Really cool place, had a lot of fun. But there they had this giant ropes course, way above the floor, way up there. So we got up there, right? because I had to do it, because that was, like, the main thing there. And I just kept going, and eventually I looked down, and you're not supposed to look down. In the same way, God does not want us to look down on those who are young. There are many young people in the Bible that God uses, including people like Timothy. Um, if you're going to look at the screen up there, I'm going to read the verses that we're going to be going through today, starting in verse 11. Command and teach these things. Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift you have, for which has given you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things. Immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teachings. Persist in this, for by so doing, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Good morning. Today, the first point we're going to start off is the right view, from 1 Timothy 4, through, or 4 11 through 12. The right view starts with reverence towards God's word. Verse 11, command these teachings these things. Paul is telling Timothy what he's about to say is extremely important. It is a command from God's people and is to be taught regularly. It's not an opinion, so what we, what is, what we need to give is important to the place to be placed on it. The right view starts with its change. Verse 12, let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. You see, culturally speaking, people have not been looked down, or have been looked down on both religious and secular. Youth at the time were considered not valuable and not viable teachers or leaders. They are not respected and normally put into a place where they would not be heard or not be allowed to exercise any sort of authority. The Bible has a little bit different opinion on this. 
Timothy was likely in his mid-30s to mid-40s and had never been a religious or secular leader. And in this time, he was young, but much people were most older. Think about the president of the United States. This person is normally 60s and 70s. Donald Trump's 75, Joe's 80. In fact, young president, in fact, the youngest president in the States was Teddy Roosevelt at 42, who succeeded William McKinney, who was assassinated. John F. Kennedy was the youngest inaugural president at age 43. In the same way, culture does not value the role of young people in this world, but God does. How is this church supposed to respond to youth? We are not supposed to look down on them. Just think of yourself as the climbing advice. Don't look down. But if you're like me, adults don't look down to you. They look up to you. So now we know how the church is supposed to respond to people. But how are people supposed to demonstrate to the church? Set an example in what? In your speech. What you say with your mouth. Are you trying to fit in by swearing or making your friend to look cool? Or are you being respectful and being glorifying to God? With your conduct, what are you saying with your mouth? Do you want people to be respected with your thoughts? Is it uplifting? Is it glorifying? Should we be positive and godly in all of our ideas? All right, moving on. My little part is I'm talking about the right devotion. The verses are 1 Timothy 4, 13 and 14. Verse 13 says, Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of the scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Devote is defined as giving all or a large part of one's time or resources to. He is telling Timothy to commit and devote himself to the following. Reading the scripture, exhortation, and teaching. Reading the scripture is one of the main jobs that Timothy received from Paul. At this time, very few people had access to personal copies of the scripture. It was a necessity for them to hear God's word. Exhortation is the next thing that Paul mentions. Exhortation is to encourage, build up, and communicate truth. This is so important in a church setting. Believers need to always be encouraging and building each other up in their faith. The last thing that Paul mentions in verse 13 is teaching. In order to interpret the scripture correctly, you need to know the background and context of the scripture. He's talking about the general teaching of the word. Moving on to verse 14. Verse 14 says, Do not neglect the gift you have which was given to you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Each believer, each believer has been given a gift by God when they receive salvation. It is very important to use those gifts for the glory of God and to serve others. I'll be giving you guys your third point, uh, the right practice. First uh, Timothy chapter 4, verse 15 and 16. Verse 15 says, Practice these things, immerse yourself in them, so that all may see your progress. Why do we need to practice the things we've already talked about? So that you will be shown to be an example. Maybe you like a particular sport. I enjoy playing baseball. I got to be good at baseball by a lot of practice. Sure, I had some natural talent, but it took a lot of time and hard work to be as good as I am today. Some people, uh, it's important for other for the older people in the church to see that you are growing in your faith. 
This is what should be happening for every believer daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. We should always be able to look back at our lives and others to see how much we have progressed. Verse 16 says, Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teachings. Persist in this, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. It matters what we say and do. Keep a close eye on the way you are acting and what you are saying. Maybe you haven't felt valuable or like God cared about you. He does. And whether you are young or old, God has a place for you. So don't look down on anyone, but especially the youth, because we have been given a responsibility to be an example. So let's do it together. Amen. I like that, um, how Ali talked about as a church, one of the things God wants us to be is encouraging to each other. And specifically, Paul was talking about the importance of encouraging your youth to walk in their faith and how we should be exemplifying it to them. Um, I also really want one thing that stood out to me was when Aiden said, um, maybe you don't feel like you're valuable or that God loves you. Um, Maybe one of you guys are here today or someone watching online who has felt like that or has never entered into a relationship with God. And we just don't want to end the service today without extending that invitation. Um, It's very simple. Um, You know, we're all sinners um, from the day we were born, and God knows that, and our sin separates us from God. Um, But God didn't want to keep it that way, and that's why God sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins, and he was raised again back to life on the third day. Um, And to enter into that relationship with God it's as simple as confessing your sins and repenting and turning to God, um, believing that Jesus was God, that he came to earth and he died for your sins and rose again, um, and enter into that relationship with God. Um, so if any of you here today who would like to make that decision, I encourage you to talk to myself um, or Pastor Michael or any of the youth. Um, and if you're online, I would encourage you to just reach out to us um, on our website. You can reach out to myself or Pastor Michael as well. And we be very happy to talk to you. Now, um, moving forward, I'm just going to invite all of the students who are involved in the service to come up on stage, and the kids too, if, well, they're not here actually, so. Uh, If any of you guys have been here um, for a while at the church, um, you'll remember what youth Sundays have like in the past, and a lot of times we called it Children's Sunday or Kids Sunday, um, and a lot of times it was just, you know, they would say a verse or they would sing, and one of the things that we really wanted to do to set our students apart this time as they're getting older is, you know, just running the whole thing, and we really hoped that it would be an encouragement to you guys and encouragement to the youth to show you um, that the next generation has the ability to lead the church and to be active in it. Um, We had people leading in worship, and we had the kids working on, or the students working on the sermon and giving it. And then also, um, just want to give a shout-out to Miss Natalie Hamm. Um, All of the um, backgrounds that were on the overhead were painted by her and used for that. Um, So if you guys just want to give them a hand for all the hard work they put in. Um, So yeah, I'm going to close in prayer real quick. Uh, afterwards, be sure to come up, congratulate them, 
Um, Rachel and I are all really proud of all the hard work that they put in. Um, so let's just close in prayer real quick. Uh, dear God, I thank you for this day and just this opportunity for us to um, come out and be reminded of the fact that we're not to look down on anyone because of their age um, and that we're actually to um, give them responsibility and try to raise them um, so that when the time comes when they're needed to serve in the church or any way that they'll be ready to step up. Thank you for all these students and just their willingness to serve you, to devote their time to you. Uh, I pray that this time would have just been an encouragement not only to the church but also to them. Uh, I pray for um, that we can all just have a safe trip back today. And uh, again, I just thank you for this day. I pray these things in your name. Amen.